Welcome to Stoic, a podcast about two friends doing the 30-day Stoic Challenge. Day 10. So an hour without talking. Hey, Lolo. It's day 10. Anybody that knows me well <laughs> knows that this might be something really good for me to practice because I talk kind of a lot. <laughs> if you ask my mom or my partner or any of my close friends, uh, I think they would really encourage this challenge. Today was day 10, go an hour without talking, and man, I never shut the hell up. That is what I learned today, but I did my hour without talking, and even that was hard because I wanted to talk to myself. Yes, I have a problem. Hi, Clay. Hi, Lauren. Day 10 was go an hour without talking. Did you do it? Okay, so here's the thing for me with day 10. I loved the idea of the challenge when I read about it in the morning. I did it, but I just did it by default. Like, I did it for an hour when I was at my desk, just working oh. on something. Mm-hmm. And then I also did it again in the evening because I was laying on the couch and watching TV. But I don't feel like I did it intentionally, so I feel like I missed the whole point of it. Well, I you, feel kind of bad about it. You live alone, so that probably helps. <laughs> it makes it easier to not talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if the principle of no talking should apply more in social situations and, like, Mm. if we should try it this week. You said you loved the challenge. What did you love about it? Well, I loved that – so normally I have – I feel a lot of pressure to go um, and to, like, do things after work. I normally have a fully booked schedule. Mm -hmm. And that day when I saw the challenge was no talking, I canceled my evening plans and just went home. And I cooked dinner and I laid on the couch and I was by myself – So for me, it wasn't so much the no talking. It was to do that, you need to be alone and be comfortable just being alone tonight, which is something that's a constant challenge in my life. Lauren. Honestly, though, I think I would like to try to practice it like at a party. Yeah. Doing like, "Mm mm-hmm, or something like that, and just listening to people instead of offering an opinion. What I loved, so part of this challenge, they they always put quotes um, when they send it. And one of the quotes was, I begin to speak only when I'm certain what I'll say isn't better left unsaid. I think that Mm. might be a good one to try sometime, which is go a whole day thinking before you speak. I mean, we don't even ever think before we speak. (laughs) That would be a a complete 180 from how I operate right now. having an anxiety attack in front of me. His face got so red. But it's a good exercise because I rarely stop and I'm like, but what are you saying right now? Does it need to be said? I think that you've identified the absolute key question, which is, is this a necessary thing to say? Mm-hmm. I'm willi- I'm actually curious and kind of want to think more about how can I apply that in work, in my personal life, when I'm at parties, literally in every situation. On this podcast. and so so now the podcast is just lauren's audio diaries just us sitting here looking at each other (laughs) okay let's talk about day 11 day 11 eat rice and beans for every meal wear your worst clothes practice poverty so i just completely didn't do it at all this one felt kind of strange to say that the way to practice poverty is just dress bad and eat rice and beans. When I read the whole email, because I try to give it context, it very much felt like this was written from a very wealthy white man. Yeah. I understand the spirit of it, which is learn to live on less. But I would rather us find a way to practice frugality this week 
and do something different rather than go at it by saying, like, dress a certain way to pretend that you're poor. We obviously didn't do it on the day, but I think that we should try to figure out a way to do it. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. I think frugality, I think giving something away. I say we just try to figure out a different way to do this challenge and then layer it in, like, to a future day. What if we have one of our six listeners... We have one of them write in to podcaststoic at gmail.com and recommend a challenge for us in place of this one. Yeah. If you have an idea and want to write to us, that would, I think, be extremely helpful. Yeah. Because I do like the idea of learning, especially since we are so wealthy. You know, in, in comparison, we have a lot. We're very blessed. I would love to tie in something where it's like a sacrifice. Just eating rice and beans isn't that's not helping anybody. It's just kind of still selfish. I'd love to find a way for this to be like, you limit something of yours to give it to somebody else potentially. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. We'll come up with something. Yeah. Day 12. Practice something you're not good at. Hey, the challenge is to practice something you're not good at. And you're going to actually get to listen to me practice it. So I should put the phone down. And as soon as I'm doing it, I'll explain what I'm doing. Okay, that one didn't work. That's okay. I am practicing a handstand. Woo! I did it! We got out of work a little bit early today, and I spent an entire hour drawing, which is something that I used to do a lot when I was a kid, but as I've gotten older... It's really faded quite a bit. So it was so relaxing and it it reminded me how important it is to just take time to not always be doing things that are like for money or are because it's something that you're just really good at naturally, but to actually take time to like struggle through something and let that be the gift in and of itself, regardless of the outcome. Okay, Lauren. So let's talk about day 12. Practice something you're not good at. What did you practice? Oh, I loved yours so much. Should I practice it again in the studio right now? Do it right now. All right, Clay is taking off his headphones. Here he goes. Okay. And a one and a... Oh, he's up. He is against the wall. And he's down. (gasps) Clay Clay is a... He has red hair and pale skin. (laughs) And I've never seen so much blood flow to his face in my life. (laughs) Clay, good job. (laughs) Thanks. How was it practicing that? Honestly, it was really fun. I did it actually at the end of a kind of a long day because it was a Friday. So I worked here in the office all day and then I worked at the restaurant that night. Honestly, it put me in a much better mood. Cool. Yeah, Friday I practiced drawing. Lauren. I love drawing. I'm not great at it. (laughs) I'm looking at the doodles on Lauren's notepad (laughs) right now. So, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, and I just, I literally sat for an hour, and it was like a beautiful day out. It was yeah. the first fall day we've had. It I really was. I sat with like the windows open, and <gasps> I drew like a woman walking her dog and a woman in Paris. It was lovely to have just a moment of being able to, to draw without any pressure. It was good. But I I don't know if I captured what the point of this challenge was. So what I think, I mean, it? it was about trying to make yourself uncomfortable. Like one example they did was like, if you're right-handed, try to write and do things with your left hand today. Okay. Yeah. It's basically like, if you're only ever doing what you're good at, you won't actually progress. Mm. So it's saying... 
And we're really focused. I mean, this is something that's come up in almost every episode now. If you're not trying to progress, then you're probably regressing. Yeah. And like you said, if you're not doing something with intentionality, then Mm -hmm. are you really doing it the right way? I know in my life, it's easy to go on autopilot, which we talked about this too. Mm -hmm. You go to work, you get your rhythms, and you're just coasting. And it's not often that I say, I'm going to take an hour and just do something Mm. to do it. And it doesn't matter if I'm good or bad. I don't know. What? That's how you did your drawing. You loved it. Oh, Lauren. It was so fun. That's so nice. I love it. I know what I'm going to put. You ready for it? Mm. You first concert I saw. (laughs) (laughs) This song feels like a chocolate with caramel inside. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, Leanne Rimes came to play at the Page County Fair when I was like eight. Mm. That was your first concert? (laughs) Mine was like Avalon, which is this Christian band that sings about God as if it's a boyfriend. Man, I didn't go to church today, but I have found God. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> but God is in this room. God is in this room. <laughs>